hey guys so uh, this is uh, here laslo who is like a mental photographer he owns he runs a page called uh, fine mental photography which is very awesome and you have to actually follow it uh, and you can just go to facebook and search for it and you will see like awesome cool pictures of mentors from all around the world so uh, today uh, we actually want to interview him and we have a few questions which we actually like to uh, ask him so the one of the questions is like first uh, laslo just give you, give us a, like a brief intro of, of about yourself itself so hello guys thank you for your invitation nevin um i'm laslo kupi from hungary i'm exploration geologist and also graduated as a photographer quite a few years ago i started my career in photography of minerals which is a very special uh, case of uh, photography or very special area of photography where not only your equipment or your uh, photography skill uh, counts but also you need to know you need to uh, have a knowledge about your your uh, topic your the minerals itself yeah and it's uh, it's a very interesting and also enthusiastic uh, part of of photography in general that's 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 great uh, that's great laszlo so uh, coming to my next question like um, like what is the spark which drives you for for your passion for mental photography so actually i started collecting minerals since i know my mind since you know, i was probably 2 or 3 years old <laughs> and uh, my grandfather was a miner and a mineral collector as well mm-hmm. so i grew up in front of his cabinet and i knew the mineral names since my childhood and i decided to be a, a geologist later and of course a passionate photographer Mm-hmm. Uh, I decided to try this very special area of photography, and I, you know, there are some people who I'd like to follow their works, and they are inspiring me. Like uh, I don't want to say names, but who are interested in in photography or in minerals, they all know these names. Yeah. Okay, that's great. So uh, coming to my next question, like, um, do you have any favorite picture which you really love out of all those pictures which you have taken? Since we last met and last spoke, uh, I've actually uh, started a uh, to, to photograph a collection which is not public, and there are some very special and very beautiful minerals. Uh, I really amazed me. Also, from my collection, like a little bit. Uh, yeah, I can uh, see from the here. specimens are behind <laughs> me. So I quite like small specimens because the small details uh, are hidden for the naked eyes. You can magnify it. You can yeah. you can post. Uh, you can you can uh, visualize them, and yeah. it's very challenging, but also very nice. Uh, interesting to act. It is like a challenge for the photographer itself, like to capture the, uh, the minute yes. details in it. Giving yes, yes, yes. That, that in a high uh, format or in a high resolution, you can see, especially in a good display you can see all the small details which make the photo sparkling that is great that is great so um, like in your career as a mental photographer like what are the like any group of minerals which is like tough to take in, in, in there are some yes there are some for example tourmalines are they are so colorful but in the meantime they are they're just really challenging to photograph because the backlight and the front light you know in, the, in a very good uh, combination or very good balance is hard to make mm-hmm. also some minerals are pretty hard to to uh, give the colors back like the dioptase or the uh, emeralds 
Hmm. Those green colors are, are pretty hard to, pretty hard to, uh, to get yeah. it back on the photo. Yes. That is uh, that's a good information. So uh, the other question is like an interesting question, like any unforgettable incidents in your journey as a mental photographer? Like. <laughs> well, actually, hopefully not many, <laughs> but, uh, not many accidents. No, yeah, accidents. I, I didn't ask for any accident. I just say like unforgettable. <laughs> so unforgettable moments. I definitely have some, um, for example, yeah, once I almost, uh, fall my, uh, one of my favorite specimen and it was actually, uh, you know, they are on, uh, some acro stands okay. and they hot glued on them. And to remove this hot glue, you used to uh, sink them into some uh, some alcohol. Okay. And these alcohol are dissolving this uh, hot glue. But once it happened, that one specimen, which has been repaired, and I didn't know, the <laughs> alcohol dissolved the glue. glue with it. The- and I found it in half an hour later <laughs> in two parts, and they got a heart attack. <laughs> I, I thought that it was my fault, but finally it came out that it wasn't. Uh, yeah, that was really really tough moment <laughs> for sure like it's, even many people like i think most of the mineral collectors like specifically like uh, they everyone has an incident where they drop their mineral off and they always regret any one thing because i was speaking with many mineral collectors and always everyone has said like most of them uh, like like their own personal experience, they have dropped their own collection. So it's like we have to be very careful and absolutely, absolutely. It needs a lot of patience and carefulness. <laughs> and to be fair, if it happens with my collection, okay, I wouldn't be happy, but I, I accept somehow. Yeah, yeah. But for someone else's piece, like it worth ten thousand or hundred thousand yeah. of dollars or euros, mm-hmm. it would be really tough. Yeah. So therefore, you need a, a very good insurance if so you need to for someone else. So for anyone who's watching this video, please make sure to be so careful in <laughs> handling all the windows, especially uh, the other people's collection. So you have to be very careful in doing it. So, yeah. So true. <laughs> Me too. So um, the next question is like, any perks of being like a mental photographer? Do you think like, do you have any perks, like advantages of being a mental photographer? Well, yeah, it's it's a very good question because... Uh, there are not so many people doing this uh, segment of photography. Yeah. And um, there are some advantages and also, in the meantime, some disadvantages. Mm. For example, if you want to be a mineral photographer, you need to, be, you need to have skills for photography and the mineral in the same time, yeah. which could be a good background for, for your career. Mm. But uh, to be only a photographer, it's probably not enough because you don't know what to photograph on the mineral what to emphasize mm. what characteristic uh, is for that mineral or you don't know how to choose the good position for example mm. so that's uh, that only need to or only possible if you're interested in minerals yeah so okay. that's for example for a normal photographer is a, is a challenge it's, it's kind of a, a skill you need to you need to improve by the time and in the meantime it's it's very good because you can you can have a connection to the mineral collector. So that's absolutely a good advantage of the of being a mineral photographer. You you can build up your collection uh, quickly because you have a good connection to the collectors, the dealers, yeah. the other photographers. So you can you can improve yourself quite quickly. Is there any like uh, <coughs> sorry? Is there any like on uh, so some people collect minerals and they don't 
show it publicly they have it for a private collection have you been able to have yes. a chance of like going and photographing those minerals which are not actually only only through other people only yeah, through their acquaintances if you are advised by someone else you can have a chance but first of all you need to provide quality pictures you need yeah. to do it your your you need to do your work properly and and you know ex- you need to become a pro actually people uh, calling to you yes. and recommending you yes. like Lazo is a great yes. photographer you, just, you, just, you should have him the recommendation is the most most easy well it's not an easy but most useful advertisement from someone else mm, yeah for sure for sure so uh then the next question is like do you have any people you look up to so yeah it's like uh i'm sure that there are some of course yeah. yes and some main collectors or very um famous collection there are some specimens i'd i'd really love to to photograph but uh you know they are mostly in private collections or museums so actually my next question is the same thing like uh like would you mind like traveling around the world to take pictures of certain minerals which you love to do or like uh it's like i have to actually take this is my one of a like a, your goal like to take picture of this mineral or something like that yes absolutely my answer is absolutely yes <laughs> first of all i got used to it because as a exploration journalist i'm traveling all around the world all my life mm-hmm. and as a photographer sometimes i need to travel to get the picture taken on site rather than being the specimen sent to me mm-hmm. because you know during the delivery damage can happen mm-hmm. but if i go there and if i photograph there of course the damage will be much minimized. more much more easier for uh, yes. easy for you and yeah that's great that's great um so my next question is like what mineral was your first like what, what was the first mineral you photographed so the very first it's a good question probably um one of the self collected minerals mm. uh from my hometown or close to it's actually pegmatite uh, quartz with feldspar i think that was the first uh, and mainly my grandfather's collection old collection that's good i actually even saw that uh like your world like 10 years ago a picture of you taking many yes, photographs yes. right now are you taking the same yes yeah, since a quite a while i'm trying to photograph first i tried through the microscope but mm-hmm. i realized it doesn't work so i tried to read after to um, look after how to uh, do these kind of photography contacted other photographers uh, get some ideas and mm-hmm. you know step by step i could build up my uh, my own style that's great so actually uh, while just having this conversation i had another question like um, go ahead so yeah so while you're photographing where do you save your photos so is it like in an online oh yeah that's a very important question yeah that's a, yes. that's what like came to my mind like it's a very good question to ask so like absolutely yeah. so most of the photographers need to keep their uh, raw files or you know the working files in at least two or three different places So what I'm doing for example with my uh, photograph there is one stored on the computer obviously mm-hmm. one in my NAS like a uh, you know it's an external hard drive and one in the cloud mm-hmm. and time by time the most important files are also saved on a hard disk which is stored in somewhere else 
like not in my house. So you at least recommend like two to three backups in case of any minimum. Yeah, minimum, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it happened to me. Yeah. I lost the yeah data get corrupted and uh, and uh, you you get into problems. Yeah. So yeah, that was lesson much. learned. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> for sure. Also, do you do you use any softwares for? Uh, for the photographers because most of the photographers use Lightroom which is like an industry standard yes exactly well quite a, quite a few I'm using for example for the road photography for develop my photos I use Lightroom or uh, Faceon has a their own um, software for it okay also for Photoshop you know the small retouchments and mm-hmm. because I'm stacking my photos which means that to give to gain a better or a wider uh, depth of field uh, one picture is taken from or stitched from at least 50 or 20, 50 uh, different photos, which means that the camera is stepping forward and because the very shallow depth of field uh, the macro uh, photography provides, you need to somehow to achieve bigger depth of field and this is a very good method to do it. And in the future, I'm planning to buy a medium format camera hopefully in the close future, mm-hmm. which allows me to gain even better picture quality and the uh, image stacking is done by the, color, by the camera itself. So it probably helps a little bit of my uh, process. Okay. Up. And uh, also there is a stacking software, mm-hmm. which is stitching the photos, the different yeah, photos yeah, together. Yeah. So these are the softwares like uh, you use in your daily uh, mental photography, right? Yes, that's great. Also, do you have any recommendations for the cloud storage? Is like, uh, do you use Google Drive? Is yeah, I I don't want to specify any okay. because it's absolutely up to you or up to the uh, photographer. But yeah, a, a cloud saving is also a one step of the of the uh, saving your photos. Like precaution measures actually help you in, in the future, right? So yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. Yes. So yeah, so. Do you have any tips for people who like want to enter into mineral photography or like people like mineral collectors who actually want to show their, uh, they don't have to go to a mineral photographer probably because some, not everyone has the same uh, uh, thing. Maybe they want to take it right out by themselves and do it. Is it do you have any tips for any like uh, people? Yes. Uh, first of all, photography yeah. is composed by two words, photo and graphia, which are two Greek words. Photo from this is light so yep. the most important of mineral photography is how to lighting the minerals yeah. so for example to achieve the very smooth uh, gradient lights you need to use uh, some nice uh, softeners like uh, what, what is illuminator or uh, softening like soft light. the lights like the like the yes exactly like a softbox for example yeah, yeah. Uh, to avoid these burned out areas of some shiny minerals. Mm. Uh, also, you need to use a very stable lighting. Mm. And um, the other point is the very strong and stable tripod, which allows you to take uh, very stable photos without mm. any vibrations. That's yeah. very important. Also, if you want to afford, if you can afford a, a good camera, with a good lens, go for it. But if your budget is slightly smaller, then take more attention to the uh, to the lens rather than the camera, mm-hmm. because that gives you much better 
But final result, then if you invest for a high-end camera and you yeah. choose a cheap old like start step-by-step step and see how you learn. Yeah, 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 exactly. A lot of small um, gadgets can help your work. That's great. That's great. That's great. So do you have a, like an entry-level setup for like a budding mental collectors or photographers? Nowadays, the cameras are more or less on equal level. Like an entry level camera, like a, a DSLR really good for or starting the MILC, it's very mm. good for to start with. Yeah, a good lens, a macro lens, mm. would help you a lot. So uh, it depends upon lesson. like what kind of photography you want to do, like macro photography or absolutely, yes, so, exactly. That's great. That's so, great. for example, I'm using at least three different cameras, at least eight or nine different lenses, yes. including microscope lenses. Hmm. which I'm attaching to, again, uh, some really fine details of very small uh, minerals. But that's not really my preferred area. Hmm. There are very, very good micro-photographers or photographers for in the micro-mineral range. Hmm. Uh, so they, they are, you know, those parts, is, that part of photography is even more challenging than the normal mineral photography. Yeah, that's, that's great to know. That's great. Yeah. So while we are talking about photography, there's this, it may be like an, there's a new trend of like 3D photography. What do you think about like the 3D stuff, the VR and ARs, like the new kind mm -hmm. of photography? Which Very are good question. Yeah. Very good question. Thank you. Uh, well, actually it's, it's, it's the future or it's now the present actually. Mm -hmm. So I've seen some of them and I have an idea how to achieve that 3D mineral photography. It's challenging. It's very challenging in terms of technology. You need a little different yeah. uh, camera system, but I will definitely try because I'd love to see on a yeah. Because even I can, glad, yeah. yeah. Because I can I can even see the application where uh, instead of just uh, if you take like a three D photography or a VR and AR, people can actually see and just yeah. rotate it and see uh, and how they can see it, zoom in and zoom out and see like the. Uh, the crystal structure, some crystals like uh, minerals show the crystal structure out in the physical appearances, like an overview of like isometric system or something like that. So it'll be oh, very absolutely. Yeah, for people to like, it, uh, like uh, students or uh, scholars or anyone who is interested in minerals, they can just uh, see this. I think that is like one of the interesting questions which will uh, the future of how mineral photography will emerge and everything. So, yeah, do you, want, do you want to say something? No, I'm just saying that, um, yeah, in, in a cert on a certain level, you can do it in 3D, mm -hmm. but most of the minerals have their, you know, their front face, which shows you the 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 best for the specimen. Yeah. Um, but if you rotate them, the backside is probably not that interesting. Yeah. Not in any case, because there are some except uh, exceptions, but yeah, for that could work is 3d definitely that's 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 great um so yeah that's that's the thing uh, these are the questions i actually want to ask you and uh, do it and uh, i'm really ha happy to have you uh, like interviewing uh, interviewing you and knowing you better and better like uh, we have been friends i think probably around a year or so and and i'm always following your page and i really like you and everything and I, this is a, like an interview which i really wanted to happen because um most of the people they whenever they see a mineral photo a photo of a mineral uh, a very a good mineral they 
appreciate the beauty of the mineral itself but most of the time what happens is that they they don't know like what are the struggles going behind like what are the challenges a mineral photographer is having whenever they actually take the picture which i really want to like uh, say to all of the like the mineral community who are like like loving the minerals to show that uh, we should really appreciate the guys who are behind the pictures which we actually love to see them so uh, i really so much. thank you for showing us uh, the great uh, side of them, any mineral and um, thanks thanks thank you very much <laughs> thank you and i'm very happy and actually i really appreciate um, some special sites and people who don't forget to give the credit to the photographers because it's like you know every copyright work you yeah. should think about it's a work it's a job it's not you know you can find and and you can use but of course if uh, if i find some nice photos on the internet i never forget to um give the credit to the photographer because that's their work thank you very much thank you so much thank you Zlo. thanks thanks for the call thank you yeah thanks